Hey, I'm Kylie, ex-fitness coach turned mid-sized fashion influencer. Whether it's just me or conversation with a friend, we have real conversations around success, failures, and living your best life. I created Ambition and Grace as a space to talk open and honestly, explore new perspectives, and ultimately empower yourself and others. Throw your headphones on and join the conversation. All right, let's fucking do this. <laughs> Welcome back to yet another episode of Ambition and Grace. I feel like today is the perfect day to like, let's have a little chat together, a little chit chat, because the internet trolls be trolling, okay? They're looking real fucking ugly right now. <laughs> but let's talk about what to do when we have internet trolls or when the number one fan of the Mean Girl Committee or just anyone that generally wants to piss in your Cheerios and just wants to have not nice things to say. I think we all get the point of what an internet troll is. So as I've been growing my audience, obviously I've been getting a little bit more exposure with the media outlets, especially sharing the whole journey with this TikTok ban. I'm getting in front of more people. And when you get in front of more people, that means that there are going to be more opinions about you. Okay. One, well, actually two, it's quite funny how not really the national news outlets, but leave it to our local like our local community, that they are the ones that are going on and trolling in the comments in my interviews regarding about me being an influencer. It's like, are you serious? You'd think that you would be a little bit more supportive, right? Because it's like, obviously, what I do here in Montana is very not common right now, which I'm hoping, like, I truly am hoping that I can pave the way and change that. But when you go on the national media coverages in the comments, like, People aren't blinking twice when it's being like when an influencer is talking or telling their story or whatever. But some of these people in Montana, which I get it, it's like, all right, Cheryl, I know that you're trying to type this comment out on a typewriter right now, but they just they don't understand my job. And truly, I am okay with it. I we're gonna dive all into this. I've always said since day one, if you were gonna be on the internet, you gotta have some thick ass skin. Like that's it. I wish that there was like some magical, sexy, pretty, easy answer. But at the end of the day, like you just you have to have thick skin because the trolls, the little trolls, okay, they have moved out from underneath their caves into behind their computer or phone screens. And also like this, I don't want this conversation just to fall for the internet because we've all had to deal with these types of people at some point in our lives. And it's just, it's not fun if we're just being 100% real. Side note, my voice is kind of going in and out. So we went to the Kane Brown concert this weekend. And even though I was screaming lyrics on the top of my lungs, like I was quickly humbled the next day when I realized that my vocal cords are not professionally trained like <laughs> professional singers are. So my throat since Thursday, or what day is it? Today's Tuesday. But yeah, since the Kane Brown concert, my vocal cords are kind of going in and out. So I'm just going to uh, give you a little heads up there. But let's dive in. What is the definition of an internet troll or just a troll in general? Okay. Some people might say it's a mythical creature that lives underneath a bridge. And to others, it might be a fucking 54-year-old woman named Karen who thrives off of making somebody else's life miserable. Okay. We all know that person. We've all encountered them at some point or are right now. This is somebody I actually Googled what the act, the exact definition of an internet troll is. And I just want to keep this in mind for like when we talk later. So an internet troll is a person who posts inflammatory, insincere, digressive, extraneous, or off-topic messages in an online community, 
in little parentheses, such as news group, forums, chat rooms, or blogs with the intent. I feel like they should put in comments too, because that must have been an old thing. I'm like, forum, a chat room? Like, are there even chat rooms around anymore? Okay, anyways. But they post with the intent of provoking readers and to display emotional responses or manipulating other perception. We're just going to keep that in mind, like I said, but to simply put it, an internet troll is somebody who just purely takes pleasure in being a fucking asshole. Obviously, there might be a little bit more swearing in this episode. I know that I've been told that there's a lot of swearing in my episodes, but especially when I get like hyped up about something, I'm passionate about this, I should say. I wouldn't say that I was like bullied growing up. I think one of my step parents was a bully, if that's what we actually want to classify. Actually, he was, but I've dealt with that. And then just moving in, it was never like in school or with my friends, but getting into my adulthood, just dealing with this and we've all experienced this. So we live in a day and age where just everybody wants to share their opinion and wants to be heard, even when it's at the expense of hurting other people's feelings. And it's just not fucking cool. Like, I I wish that the world could just be a nicer place. I know this sounds so miscongeniality in that, like, we could try to see the positive and try to see other perspectives. But I just, it's so hard for some people. I feel like it's kind of an all or nothing thing. And I actually had just done a quick phone interview with another news outlet yesterday. And they're asking me questions. And basically, like after I got done answering questions, they were like, well, we're kind of looking for like a one extreme or the other. And I'm like, then I'm not your girl. (laughs) Like I'm not your girl at all because I am the type of person that I try to see everybody's point of view. And I don't, up told like upfront told her I am not educated enough. I am humble enough to say that I do not know all the points or all the point of views or aspects that our government is trying to like put out with this whole TikTok ban. But then I also don't agree that this might be taking yeah like this might be going into account of the First Amendment and freedom of speech and all this shit. So it's like I'm just kind of that person that tries to see all points of view and like I'm not one person that's like oh screw the government they're trying to evoke like take our voice away but I'm also not like that China might not be trying to take our shit okay I'm getting off subject here I'm gonna go back to what we were talking about and then we can do like a TikTok talk another day because this is not about the TikTok man anyways I just feel like I've mentioned before that I've always had thicker skin and that I don't give a fuck attitude like I truly have my mom has many stories of me growing up and me just being like mm, I don't care but I also like Fast forward into years of counseling, I've learned that that's also a form of trauma and my brain just trying to protect me. So I'd say that that's like making lemons out of lemonade and that kind of paid off by being somebody who shares their life on the internet. I have had my fair share of internet bullies and trolls and all the things and they're like I said, my stepdad growing up was definitely... I. <laughs> definitely would put him in the category as a bully. And a few years ago, I literally had to deal with quite possibly the biggest bully like in my adult life that I ever had to deal with. And she was a fucking middle-aged woman. (laughs) I have been called every name under the sun, yelled at in public, harassed in public. Like it was quite the experience. Let me tell you, and that will be a story for a different day. And that's not a today story. But through all of this, I have learned some shit. I've learned resilience. And at the end of the day, I was just so unbothered because these opinions that people were being thrown or said at me, they were all from people whose opinion I don't value and I have literally never met or talked to. 
So what I'm trying to say is that the tips that I'm going to go over, like I'm not pulling these out of my ass. Like these are all tips that I've actually used and applied into my life. So wherever you want to apply this for encountering internet trolls or like real life trolls, aka assholes, like let's just talk about how we can purge these guys, how to deal with them like upfront. So let's go over, okay, let's go over the signs that you're dealing with an asshole or aka an internet troll, whichever one we want to go with. I kind of pulled some things from the internet too, just to make sure that like, I'm not just totally pulling things out of my ass here. But these are ones that I actually were like, okay, yep, yep, no, yep, double check here. So the first one that I found was blindness, blindness to evidence. So... (laughs) We can all think of like that one fight where it's like there is somebody that is just so notorious for ignoring the facts. They're either doubling down on their stance or they're redirecting to a new topic altogether. Like they are just anytime that you bring a proven fact to the conversation, they just completely turned a blind eye to it and they like bring up a new topic to try to like distract you of like, oh shit, they caught me on that. I have nothing back to say. Okay. Another one, name calling. That's like the tried and true, right? They're also like trolls aren't known for their creativity. We'll just say that. So they will literally latch on to any of the latest trending insults. They'll use it into every situation. We all know, God bless those people. Another one that I had seen was topic redirects. Oh, this one gets underneath my skin probably the most, but I would say that that's like a little bit more of like an old school. Okay. Like the Karens probably use this one of the trolling technique. It's really just making off topic remarks, like something that makes no sense to the conversation. I feel like they just try to distract from the conversation and just like, or the the people that put the unrelated memes or like an image and you're like, wait, what the fuck does that have anything to do with what you just said? Okay. So those are the ones that try to redirect the, like the topic. And then Oh, this one, this one's probably used the most. <laughs> Let's be real. Um, condescending tone, like the one being like, where they say, not even, okay, this even goes into relationships. Let's be real. Not just relationships, but friendships. Like this is probably something that all of us are guilty of doing, but doing like a condescending remark or like a mark that you know is probably going to piss the person off or upset them. And then after they respond of being upset, then you ask, why are you mad? (laughs) We are all guilty of that. If you are denying that, I'm calling your BS there. But this is something just to be, be aware of as well. So these kind of like we people that are condescending or love using condescending tones, they love to kind of stoke the fire and then act like they completely back off, right? Act, act dismissive when you get triggered or get frustrated or become angry and they know it. And like to them, they thrive on that. And again, we're going to kind of talk about that in a little bit as well. So let's move in to tip number one. Mm. I feel like if we don't have this on a t-shirt or something already, then I feel like we need to because this is like such an iconic line, if that's what you want to call it. But the first tip of piece of advice is do not feed the trolls. Do not fucking feed the trolls. Bullies and trolls thrive on responses and especially emotional responses. So they're poking and prodding to see what comment is going to get you to lose your fucking shit. And they get off on that. Like this is a person that I dealt with a lot a few years ago, right? Like they will say anything just to see like, okay, what is going to get them? What's going to piss them off? And trust me, like I said, speaking from experience, I know this can be so hard not to want to give a response or reaction because a lot of the time what they're saying is so far-fetched, like literally so 
not even close to being true. And you want to tell them like how they're wrong or prove them wrong or even just defend yourself. But at the end of the day, like for me, the place that I'm at in life today it's just not worth it for me. Like going back to the definition of the internet troll, they want to provoke a response. So you are giving them exactly what they want. And again, example for like all of this press that I'm doing, like a lot of the comments that the local people are saying are get a real job. Like I, Kylie, probably 21 year old Kylie, I would have been like so offended by that because again, even going back to my confidence episode, like I constantly felt like I was having to seek validation from others. And I got my confidence from that and like my approval from other people. But 30 year old Kylie is like, I literally don't give a fuck if you don't think I have a quote unquote real job. Again, I kind of went off of this on my Instagram stories last week, but what qualified, like, I'm not going to go in the comments and waste my time and be like, this is why this is a real job and blah, blah, blah. Because at the end of the day, like, even if I listed off all of the shit that I do at work, that quali- like that is a job, <laughs> they're still probably not going to agree with me at the end of the day, right? It's just they are probably not going to see my point of view, your point of view, and it's just not worth it. Like you're wasting so much of your time and energy at the end of the day, and you're just giving into the trap and giving them exactly what they want. Like they want to see you get mad or offended or upset, and they want you to say something out of anger so they can take that and turn it around and hold it against you. Like I just, I refuse to do it. I quite literally don't think there's anyone else less boring to troll out on the internet than me <laughs> because I don't even like, I'll just laugh. I mean, if it's really stupid, like they get a job, I'm like, I, well, it's not even a laugh. It's like a roll my eye type of response, but I just ignore it. Like people comment on my shit all the time. And again, we're going to get into this in a little bit of like what I actually do, but all of these comments on the Facebook post, do you think I've responded to one of them? No, like (laughs) I've actually had friends text me and be like, how is this not pissing you off? Like I am ready to go. And I'm like, it's just, it's not worth it. I don't care. And all of them are trying to figure, figure out how to like respond back on their typewriter. And I just, I'm good. I don't need to prove myself to them. Like I said, when I was younger, like 21 year old Kylie, I was trying to protect my name, but 30 year old Kylie, I'm more worried about protecting my peace. Okay. Take that with you being worried about protecting your name or are you worried about protecting your peace now? Which one is it? So my point of view is just you can't control everyone's opinion of you. I quite literally think that's impossible. And at the end of the day, there are going to be people who just they don't jive with you. And that is okay. That actually means that you're different. You have an opinion. If people in my circle know the truth, those are the only people that I care about that have like a narrative of me or who I am. Like if somebody in my inner circle came to me and said, Hey, we have these concerns, then I listen. But random people that like, you're like, I could literally give two shits what you were telling strangers at the bar or in their inner circle about me, because I don't value their opinion. Like some may say that I'm being weak or not standing up for myself. But like I said, I am a place in life where I choose to protect my peace more than trying to protect my name. And I don't think, like I said, there's anyone else so boring to troll because I just, I'm so fucking unbothered. So going back to the middle-aged bully, I just remember this so clearly. This is like a tangible tip that you can take away with this. It was probably four years ago. I was venting to my mom one day. Like I was so worked up about all of this crazy shit that I heard this one in particular person 
was saying about me. And she was talking about specifically about me being a mom and that like, that's one thing where it's like, mm, mm, mm. you can say all the shit about me, like friend, whatever. But if you talk about my daughter, like that's where mama bear comes out, right? I'm venting to my mom and I'm just so upset. And I remember she asked me the simplest question. I was sitting in my car waiting to get a spray tan. And now it's a question that I ask myself all the time or any time that I hear something about myself, like a rumor or whatever somebody's saying. And again, it's going into something that is just so simple. So I'm sitting there, I'm upset, I'm ranting to my mom and she's just quiet for a second. And she just says, I just have one question to ask. And I'm like, all right, what's up? She's like, is that true? I'm like, what do you mean? Is that true? And she's like, do you believe what's being said about you? Like, is that true? I just sat there for a second and I'm like, of course it's not true. Like, I don't believe that at all. At the end of the day, I know that I'm a fucking fantastic mother. So my mom's like, so why are you letting this person who's never met you clearly doesn't like you and wants to make you upset? Like, why does it matter if you know that it's not true? Why are you letting it bother you? And I was like, light bulb moment. So now anytime that I'm in those situations or I have friends that are in those situations and it's about hearsay or what people are saying to them, I always just ask them or I ask myself, is what they're saying true? And 98% of the time it's no. Or if you're talking about Kylie in her early 20s, yeah, I was kind of a hot fucking mess and I actually probably agree with you and I'll even give you some more stories that you can tell. But for the most part, it's not true. And in that like situation specifically about talking about my mom, again, going into the people in my inner circle of those are the only people that I care about. And in that particular situation, my only point of view that I care about is my daughter's. I mean, I could see if like her dad came to me, I'd value that too. But at the end of the day, like if my daughter knows that she is loved, supported, secured, and supported and like just so loved, that is all I care about. I do not give two fucks if you were going around telling people that I am a terrible mom because X, Y, and Z and X, Y, and Z is actually not even true. So it's just, again, like I just, I don't care. Hashtag unbothered. All right, going into tip number two. So I actually already talked about this a little bit on here before when I was doing a Q&A a few episodes ago about like my job or my quote unquote not real job, end quote, <laughs> as being an influencer. And this is, it's pretty simple. It's just being in control of your platform or again, if we're relating this to like real life, of being in control of the people that you're surrounding yourself with. Again, as I mentioned as I mentioned before, I look at my social media platforms like my home. If I would not allow someone to speak to me in a manner online that I would let somebody speak to me in my own home, your ass is getting deleted. Your comment is getting deleted. And my favorite, this is my absolute favorite. If that person comes all the way back around to comment that they saw that I saw, that they saw, that I deleted their comment. Now your ass is just getting fucking blocked. Also, how do you have that? Like, how did you get through the comments that fast? There was one video. I mean, I had hundreds of comments on it. And this girl just like, that's when she threw out skinny privilege. I'm like, how many different, like I'm skinny privilege now. Like people just get so heated when not people, but there's like a teeny tiny little percentage of people on the internet that get so heated when I class classify myself as a mid-sized content creator. Who, anyways, this girl threw out con or, uh, skinny privilege. I was just like, okay, first of all, I, what? Like, I, okay. It, it wasn't even worth 
trying to reply back and educate. Cause like, there's some people that are like, wait, this doesn't make, and I can help answer their question. But that one, I'm like, I'm not even giving my time or energy to this one. I deleted it. I shit you not, not even like two minutes later, she comes back and is like, oh, clearly like you're, I don't even remember what she said. I deleted that shit so fast because I'm like, I'm not even giving energy to this, but yeah, I blocked her. And I'm like, how did you have that much time or energy to like find that so quickly and go through hundreds and hundreds of comments to see if your comment is there or not wild. So again, my time is precious. I protect that shit. I do not have time or the energy or like the brain capacity to sit there and listen to you explain to me how two plus two is five or how the sky is fucking pink. Okay. I apply this to my day to day life as well. I have zero interest when somebody is trying to argue with me and trying to change my mind. I shouldn't say somebody that's trying to change my mind. Like that's not every single topic because I am very open to being educated. Like if I am wrong or if somebody is not being like so forceful with the conversation, they're truly just trying to give me their point of view in a calm manner. That's totally fine. But if somebody like is clearly upset and upset that I don't like, I don't have the same opinion as somebody and they're like getting aggressive or upset about it. That's when I shut it down. You know, like we all have those people that are just natural born debaters. Again, God bless them. And they thrive on debating and that is okay. And those people usually, I think one, just either really love arguing or two, they just want to make sure that their point is proven or that they're being seen and heard. And again, going back to counseling, like little tangible tip that you can take away here through years of counseling. I've also learned that at the end of the day, People, like all of us people, we just want to be heard. So if I ever find myself in these situations, I always tell them, and especially in my relationship with Travis, like this is a little uh, toolbox tip that him and I use when we kind of start. Travis and I don't yell at each other, but like if we start, we can tell that we're getting frustrated because again, everything that I just said that it's like we're going back and forth, back and forth, and we feel like we're saying the same thing. All you usually have to say to somebody is, I hear you. And I cannot tell you the fact, even when Travis says that to me in the moment, it's just like instantly like a sigh of relief that you don't have to keep going up and repeating yourself. As soon as somebody says, I hear you, or when you tell somebody calmly, hey, I hear you, just like immediately watch how their body language changes. It's total psychology fuck, but it's amazing for us as a couple and just in day-to-day life as well. Like I said, people just want to be heard. (laughs) Okay. So that was totally off subject for tip number two. Um, but just going back and wrapping that up, protect your space, protect your peace. If it is a negative comment, just delete it, just delete it. Do not sit there and steam over it and read it over and over and over and over again. And, and then go back and question your entire existence or your like, whatever, right? Like delete it, go about your day. Chances are if you respond, it's just going to be a tennis match back and forth, back and forth. And your energy is going to get sucked away from you. It's going to get wasted and it's most likely going to ruin your day. It's not worth it. Delete the fucking comment. And if they come back again, fucking block them. Don't overcomplicate it. I cannot say it enough. Like just protect your peace, protect your peace. All right. Tip number three. This is for those that can just not help yourself. They're like, Kylie, I love all of these tips, but this is just not me. Like I have to say something, which again, I recommend just keep it to yourself and ignore. But if you just simply cannot do that, my favorite kind of replies are with humor or with kindness. One, I always tell this to Izzy. 
it's it's nicer. It's the nicer thing to do is what I'm trying to say when you do it with kindness. I always tell Izzy, you never know what somebody is going through. And then three, that's kind of like a little bit down there on the list is that usually just really fucking pisses them off. because. People that are trying to poke and prod, like they're looking, they're begging for a negative response. So when you give them the opposite, I feel like it kind of takes them off guard. And like I said, it just, it doesn't hurt to show a little kindness. You never know what something's going through. And as we say, hurt people, hurt people. So if somebody is trying to clearly offend you or upset you, it's 99% of the time, actually probably not about you. It's about them that they're hurting and they just want somebody else to be on their level too. But if there's anything that you can take away from tip number three, do not respond right away. Oh, that is one of my favorite things to remind myself that if somebody fucking pisses me off, don't respond right away. Take the time to decompress and really think about what is being said. I guarantee after a couple hours, few hours, or even a night's sleep, when you wake up and you think about it again, you're probably going to realize that it's not even worth the response. And as we've said a million times during this conversation, you just end up, you stop achieving the goal that this little troll wanted, right? They wanted that response. They want to see you get frustrated or upset. They want to see you upset. It's also worth remembering that if it's a response online, I just want to remind you that shit is out there in the little internet world forever, okay? It is not worth having a response out there that you might regret as you get older or it can even impact you professionally. If you wanted to go on The Bachelorette, like that could fucking come back up again, okay? Just throwing out all these different scenarios out there. Uh, But our actions always have consequences. So just remember that that can also come back not to just harm that person, but it can also end up harming you in the future. This was quick, short, to the point. Let's wrap this conversation up because the trolls are only as big as we make them. And I feel like as much I like we've given the trolls enough time, even just with this conversation. But I know that I am not the only person that has had to deal with this. This comes up so many times when I talk to people about getting on the internet or that they're trying to show up on the internet more and they like got that one person and that one troll, like the one random ass troll is stopping you from moving forward. And I just cannot encourage you enough to not let that be your like stopping factor, if that makes sense. Like keep going. Don't let one person or even a couple people's opinions change what your passion or what your purpose is for. Like, fuck that. Keep pushing through because I can promise you, like Travis and I were just talking about this at dinner last night, that I am so grateful and like grateful is just the word that I keep using. But Two years ago when I, well, it's probably, it's been about a year and a half now since I've been out like a proclaimed quote unquote influencer. But do you know how many people fucking made fun of me in my town for trying to become an influencer? Like it is so non-existent here. Like there's nobody else in Billings to my knowledge that's like full-time influencer. And so I was like the black sheep of that, like of our town. So yeah, I got made fun of. I got mean comments, not just from people in town, but also random people that I never met before. There was one guy that probably went through 10 of different videos on my timeline and went through and said the meanest shit about like how I looked without makeup or me being fat. Like it was wild. And did I let that stop me? No, I fucking deleted, blocked him. I deleted all the comments so I didn't see them anymore. Blocked him and I moved on with my day. Like if I would have stopped a year and a half ago, I would not be where I am today 
I know that sounded really cliche, but it's just words of encouragement. Again, just do it. I cannot tell you, put your head down. If it is what you're passionate about and you love it and it brings you joy and happiness, do it. Don't let other people try to steal your joy. Those people just want to try desperately to get a response from you and be a joy sucking troll. So when you can step back and just look at it, it's not about being right or wrong, right? When these people are being little assholes, when you stop engaging with these people, you take the oxygen away from their fire and then it's no longer fun for them. Take the bridge, leave the trolls under them. Like I think that that was our biggest takeaway with the middle-aged woman that I had to deal with a few years ago that I just, I never, ever, ever, ever gave her a response. Not one time. I can go on about the nasty, nasty things that she has said and still says about me, but I refuse to, like, I just, I refuse to give her fire any oxygen. And guess what? It's not nearly as bad as it used to be because it's not as fun for her anymore. Like I said, at the end of the day, everybody has their own opinions. It's okay to have different opinions. I'm not somebody that needs to try to make your opinion my opinion and vice versa. So it's what makes the world go around. But just because somebody's version of a real job, eh, that's how I feel like Karen sounds or Cheryl. Um, <laughs> but just because our version of the correct or right things or the real things isn't the same as somebody else's. It doesn't mean that we need to be rude. We don't need to be belittling in comments in real life on a post. Okay. I just want to remind you, do not feed the trolls. Keep your head held high, move on, ignore them, delete that shit, block that shit if you have to. My block list is a mile long, a mile long, let me tell you. So do not give it energy. Do not feed into the energy. Do not sit there and think about it. Don't even get just immediately block it because if you sit there and keep rereading it, you're going to get that like your heart in your f stomach feeling like I know that feeling so well. And I can tell you the more it's going to happen, like I, I cannot sugarcoat it. It's going to fucking happen. But the more times that it happens and the more that you keep getting joy out of what you're doing, like the less impactful it is. I promise you are not alone in this. You are higher than it. You are better than this. And the trolls, the comments that they say, they're not true. Just want to speak that over you today. That is it. We are wrapping it up. I have a couple different people that I'm going to have on. Uh, the one guest, she was actually technically my second podcast episode ever, but I like, it just, I had no idea what I was doing and it was a hot mess. I was so sad because the conversation was so good. So I'm going to get Katie that is going to be around sexual trauma and just healing and what her journey looks like that. I'll probably share a little bit more about mine. So I'm planning on having her come back on. I'm planning on having husband Travis come back on. <laughs> like I said, I have to clarify like baby daddy Trav, husband Trav, AKA my Trav. So we're going to come back on and let's see. I also am going to have another fellow IG influencer friend come back on too. She is a mama and she is an influencer and I would love to have it be a little bit more of a mom focused conversation and also like sprinkling in her influence or her journey of influencing. Cause I know that a lot of people listen to this podcast are either aspiring content creators or are content creators. 
So I really have, I, I really love having the aspect of having other people's journeys on just because everybody's isn't the same. And I hope that you can connect to either mine or whoever's on here. That is it. I'm wrapping it up again. I cannot thank you enough. I appreciate you. I love you for being here. You're going to hear it right after this, but if you took anything away from this, I am trying so hard to grow this podcast. So if you took anything away from this, or if you just want to support me for free, send this to a friend, share it in your Instagram stories. If you can just take a quick screenshot of the episode, go into your stories, tag me. Uh, You can share the link of this. uh, What is this called? This podcast episode. I am done talking. I love you. It is a good day to have a good day. You are meant to be here and I will see you next week. Hey friend, thank you so much for listening. My goal is to help as many women as I can feel empowered to show up as her best self. If this episode supported you in any way, the best way to show your appreciation is to just screenshot this episode and share it on your social media or even better, drop a review on whatever platform you're listening on. If you wanna get more personal, you can reach me on Instagram at double underscore Kylie Nelson or at Kylie underscore Nelson one on TikTok. See you back here next week.